Welcome to the Good Enough Homeschool Podcast. We are Courtney Ostaff, AJ Campbell, and Jen Naughton. Today, we'll be playing around, which is unlike us, but that's what happens when AJ and Courtney put me in charge. Between the three of us, we've tried a lot of curriculum, and I thought, let's see just how much we've cycled through over the years. I'll keep score. We're going to give you some short Yelp reviews of all the different curriculum that we could think of over the past 20 years. We will get one point for everything purchased and three points if it has been bought, sold, and bought again a second time. And a bonus point will be awarded for any Yelp type one sentence review. So our first curriculum is 100 easy lessons to teach your child to read. Who gets a point? Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Me too. Courtney? Four out of five stars, only because at about lesson 78, it stops explicitly teaching phonetic rules. Fair. All right. Next up, all about reading. Or we could just say all about learning press. So all about reading and all about spelling combined. Let's talk about both. My Yelp review, lots of pieces that you may not need anyway to lose. So I'm going to give it three of five. I'll go three of five too, simply because I can't handle that many moving parts. But very good if you have a child whom you suspect might be mildly dyslexic. Uh, analytical grammar. Any winners? Yes. I've used that as a supplement, actually, for tutoring students. So I would say um, probably four out of five, maybe even four, four and a half out of five. History of the U.S. I don't know why I specified third edition, but I did. And yes, I really like Joy Hakim. I like her tone. So I'm going to give her four of five stars. And I would, I would say, now, I don't know which edition I've looked at. Um, we had this at the classical school as, as a mainstay for our American history. And <clears throat> I would say, yeah, I mean, three and a half out of five. Uh, the, the first volume where she deals with Native Americans, no. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's well done. And I think she does a good job with dealing with um, immigration. That was one of the units that we used it for core knowledge. And I thought it worked well four out of five because I really like the sidebars and inclusion of primary sources. I will go with AJ on just go ahead and skip that first one. But I also really like that if you are not using it with core knowledge, there are teachers guides and workbooks you can buy to go with. Very helpful. Fair. Did I write American history Seton press? Hmm. I think you did. Okay. Yeah, I did. And I don't know why, but here's the thing with that. Anything from Seton is biased towards Catholics. So if you read any of the American history from Seton, it's only going to tell you about famous Catholics in American history and no one else. Take from that what you will. I'm zero stars. (laughs) Would not recommend. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't used their American history, but um, I taught kids both in the classical school and in the cottage school who had gone through Seton's program and their view of history generally and American history particularly was interesting. Let's just yes. put it that way. All right. Ambleside online. Okay. I don't think, I think it's free. So no, I didn't yeah. buy it, it but is. I dabbled in it because I really, really like old books. And so it was fun for a while, but then my kids kind of rebelled. It's, they're a little too old. I mean, it's more like I liked it and they didn't like it. 
I, th I think they have great poetry resources. If you want um, free or very low cost uh, poetry anthologies, that's great. They've got a lot of good stuff for picture study. My issue with Ambleside Online is that they fall into the Charlotte Mason category that I think of as um, educational historical reenactment. So basically they're, they're trying to do something as close as possible to what Charlotte Mason did herself. The problem is that Charlotte Mason has been dead since 1923, and a lot has happened in the world since then, and there are books that you might want to read that have been published later. So, there are a lot of, they tend to rely on a lot of older, uh, older books, which can be very appealing, but are not necessarily, it's kind of like the Seton thing. You get a very oddly biased view of the world if you basically stop you only read books that were published before 1923. It's a little odd. It's not all they do, but that was certainly a lot the tendency. Of it. Yeah, yeah. They also have a strong bias toward um, evangelical and even, I would say, almost fundamentalist Christian views, which were not Miss Mason's own views. She was a broad church Anglican. So, you get um, an anti-evolution um, bias in there, which was not something that Miss Mason herself had. So, that's my issue with Ambleside, but anyway. But they do have some really wonderful free resources. So, All right, Courtney, do you have any thoughts on that? I'd give it a two or three stars out of five simply because when you are scraping pennies and you want to do a richer classical education than you can get and you don't have a good library handy and you need it all laid out for you, it's there. That's true. And most of the books are available um, online for free too. Right. right. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Uh, next up is Art of Problem Solving. Uh, that's one that we uh, tried and discarded because my kids aren't talented in math. I give it a four out of five only for students with good working memory and strong foundational skills. That's specific. That's good. All right. I'm not reading the next one on the list because I don't know what that is. How about artistic pursuits? Has anyone tried that? I have three or four books of it that I have never managed to successfully implement because I can't get it on a regular schedule. I even went and bought the very expensive kit with everything in it, and I still couldn't get it going on. So I like the idea. I think it's fantastic. I just can't make it work. So I'll give that a three out of five. And I would ditto that. Um, same thing here. My, my, my kid managed to become an artist even without this, despite the fact that I bought it and wanted to use it. But yeah, I just, I, I'm just not that parent. I'm not. So uh, next up, Blossom and Root. Um, I have not bought it, although I have seen it. I know, Courtney, you would have opinions. I saw their presentation at a convention and I liked what I saw. It was for the very early years at that point. Uh, didn't tempt me enough to buy it. AJ, nothing? No experience. Nope. Okay. Courtney, you're like winning. <laughs> <laughs> you're slaying us. All right. Uh, Beast Academy, which is from Art of Problem Solving, but is different. Uh, here's my here's my Yelp review. I'm going to go... I'm going to go three of five stars because everyone wants their kids to like it, thinks their kids will, but you have to have, you know, an advanced math learner for it to work. And just because your kid likes to read graphic novels is not enough. So I, I'm just giving it three stars because I feel like it's bait and switch. I'll give it three out of five simply because kids either love it 
and they just devour it and gobble it up or they hate it. But again, the same caveat supply that you need to have strong foundational skills, you need to have a good working memory, and you need to have an extremely high frustration tolerance and willing to accept less than perfection and answers. And that's a suite of skills that not every kid has. Yeah, I think their idea is that a lot of the problems are supposed to be too hard. So there can be a lot of frustration with that. I think people have forgotten that AOPS and Beast Academy were written by math competitors. It's like having an Olympian write you a workout regimen. You right. know, <laughs> it may work for future Olympians, but the rest of us mere mortals, maybe not so much. Exactly. All right. Barefoot meandering, also known as barefoot ragamuffin curriculum. AJ. Yeah, this is, I I added this in. Um, They have a lessons through literature series for reading and grammar and so on. Um, And I should admit that I know the author, so I'm not entirely unbiased here. Um, But she is an experienced homeschooling parent with a bunch of kids. And I've known, knew her many years ago. Um, And this is a very solid Charlotte Mason style curriculum. It's written to the student. And I just think it deserves to get more airtime because she's put a lot of work into it. And and, um, I think she's done a really nice job. It's beautifully designed. She's a a designer and and really fantastic with that. So uh, visually appealing and um, very accessible, I think. And it's, I think, mostly secular and you can get religious supplements if you want them. All right. Beautiful Mundo. I, I really loved the idea of this curriculum, um, and I think it is it is nicely designed, and there's a lot of information that you get with it. I think the problem is that it requires the parent or teacher to be really to be conversationally fluent in Spanish. Um, if you're not that, you're going to struggle with this. And um, some of the books, the picture books, are way too hard for beginners who are not native speakers or have not who are not heritage speakers or not hearing Spanish in their environment. It also doesn't really circle back to review vocabulary or grammar structures or anything like that. So um, I would I would give it maybe two and a half to three out of five for that reason. It just um, oh, structurally so structurally it's not it's not there as a language learning program. If you just want light exposure, fine, but I'm not entirely sure what your kid's gonna retain. So so yeah, I'm gonna go with AJ on that one because I, uh, my husband was asking me about it at dinner the other night and I told him, I said, you know, this would be great if I were a fluent Spanish speaker and I wanted to run my household in a Spanish immersion language style. I'm not. I have four semesters of college Spanish and it's rusty and it's just not up to this task. So it's beautiful, but I ended up making flashcards for retention. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just it doesn't have all the pieces I need as a non-native speaker. That's fair. I wanted to like it, even though I don't have anyone to use it. It just, it looked so fun. Mm-hmm. And the books are gorgeous. I love the book selection. Just functionally not where I need to be. All right. Next up, we have before five in a row. And after that is beyond five in a row. And I'm just going to add in regular five in a row. All the five in a rows together. This applies to all of them. They're great for enrichment, but they shouldn't be your whole day. You're never going to convince me that you're like that that's all you have to do. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with that. I think it's I I love five in a row. I think it's lovely. If I had a a child of that age, I would be doing with them as one nice moment in my day. Um, It's it's definitely not a a full a full curriculum. Um, 
And, you know, it's it's sweet and a really nice way to cuddle with your kid on the couch. So I don't like it. It's insufficiently scheduled. It doesn't have goals and outcomes readily available for me. My kid gets seriously bored hearing a book three or four or five times in oh. a row. <laughs> so I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Painfully. <laughs> Painfully. It's painfully obvious that that is true. I give you an extra point because I know that that is truth. All right. Uh, the next one is building foundations of scientific understanding. Yes, I bought it. No, I never used it. It was too hard. So two of five stars only because I could never implement it. Same here. I, I, I have actually bought and sold it. I can't tell you how many times. Probably oh, three. You get extra points. Probably three times. Um, I've had PDF, for, you know, like the Kindle versions and all the guys. I, I bought it even just for my own reading. to try. So I would try to understand it. I do not know how anybody manages to use this program. I really don't. It's, it's so, it's so complicated. And um, I don't know how any busy, any homeschooler who has a child of that age would ever have time to make this work. So. I love it. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> you teach science. <laughs> yeah, because we are sciencey people. You know, my grandfather was a rocket scientist. My parents met in forestry school at West Virginia University. This is the language of my people, but it's not for everybody. I wouldn't recommend it to any newbie or even like um you know, fair to Midland experience levels of homeschoolers. You got to have some experience homeschooling and a real intuitive, comfortable understanding with science. It, it's almost like it's the beast academy for science, only it's not nicely laid out for you. In that sense, it's ugly. So two out of five. I love it. Not for everybody. That's fair. Bookshark. All right. Here's the thing. <laughs> Don't we, whole, don't we have a whole episode on this already? <laughs> yeah, we do have a whole episode okay. on this already. So yeah, everyone should go back and listen to that. Uh, short answer, it shouldn't be your whole day. <laughs> That's, uh, I'm going to just stick with that. Yeah, bought, sold, bought, sold, bought, sold so many times. Anyone else? I passed the first time around because of that whole thread on the well-trained mind forum. So yeah, that's fair. You know, uh, you have to bat me over the head. I have to see. I have to see all that stuff for myself. Okay, <laughs> I don't just believe random threads. It would save me money. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> Botany and eight lessons. I remember that, and I probably bought it. I think I used it, but I don't remember it. So I guess I'm going to have to give it three of five stars because it was unremarkable. But that means I didn't hate it. I just bought it, and I'm planning it for the summer. It's on it's okay it's, right yeah except it's oh, okay. it's pretty heavy duty <laughs> and it doesn't come with a daily schedule and i you know how i feel about things that don't yeah. come with daily schedules uh and it's it's going to require a considerable amount of prep work for me to get it all in gear so but it looks the material the information the science part of it is a five out of five. I'll give it a three out of five for prep, but a two out of five for making me find materials. So <laughs> average fair. it out to three and a half out of five. I'm going to throw another one in here. Um, it's a book that I, again, I've, I've bought and sold several times just because of moves and whatever. Um, it's called Botany in a Day by a fellow named Thomas Elpel. Um, he actually has a, a, a video introduction to it on 
YouTube that you can look up. And it's actually great. I think it... Um, I think it's more suitable for high school students, although he used to sell a card game that you could actually use with elementary kids that went along with it to um, help you learn about different groups of plants and how to identify them in the wild. And I think that's fun. If you if you like nature study, that one, I would give that at least, like I'd say a three and a half out of five. Okay, I wrote it down so we can add it to the show notes. Okay. So, uh, building thinking skills from Critical Thinking Company. I have used... A lot of things from the critical thinking company, building thinking skills a little bit. It's actually not my favorite product from them, but I do think it's really good if you have to train your kid to take a standardized test and you care about how they do. I think it's a good product for that. I'll give it a four out of five because I like the way it's set up. It's easy to use. The directions are clear. I can assign it to a kid and they can do it. Brave Writer. I think it's a little bit of information for a lot of money. Very quietly, two of five stars. I'm not going <laughs> to just put it like that. All um, right. I have looked a number of times at it and have never found anything that would be uh, useful to me as a, as a tutor or a teacher. Build your library. Shout out to Emily. Five out of five stars for her taste in books, uh, which coincides with my own. The scheduling doesn't really, I don't know. It works for me okay, but I end up tweaking it. It is secular, and if you want a, lit- a literature-based curriculum, then I think, you know, that's really it's really good for that. I mean, that's what it is. I'll give it a four out of five. I love the books. I am fine with the schedule. I appreciate the schedule. I think it is weak in formal grammar, formal writing instruction, and formal science. I know that you have to add that in. So Yeah, right, that's a, and that's... that's I think that's part and parcel of, of Charlotte Mason, honestly, particularly in the younger grades, that that, that is overall, from curricula that draw on Charlotte Mason, that is overall an issue, I would say. Emily, we love your work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah. The, book, the book lists are top notch. It's a bargain. I can tell you, oh, yeah. I mean, not only does she have to read all those books, but then she has to break them all down to schedule them and you know, pulling like you know, vocabulary and stuff out. That's a lot of work. And yeah. it doesn't cost very much money for a whole year for that whole schedule. Worth every penny. All right. We're at Calvert. Uh, RIP. Yeah. Sob. Oh. Loved it. I mean, I, I know it was school in a box, but back in the early days of the days of your 2000, 2001, 2003, it was perfect for me starting out Confused listeners may note that Calvert got sold and what they're selling now is not what they used to sell, not in any way, shape, or form. Just FYI. Canon Press, I'm just going to say it, but I don't know. I, I'm, I actually think I'm the person who added this in. So there are three, okay, com- there are three companies, Canon Press, Logos, and Veritas, um, which are sort of intertwined because they have a lot of uh, authors in common. They use each other's materials and so on. Um, these are all neoclassical programs with a strongly reformed theological perspective. So, they are a very conservative Christian perspective that's very much baked into their programs. Uh, they're known mostly for things like their their logic, Latin, like the uh, Matin Latin, that sort of thing. Um, and I just put them in here because they are kind of old school neoclassical. So, they are the religious counterpart to the well-trained mind, if you will. Same basic philosophy, uh, Dorothy Sayers, three stages, grammar stage, logic stage, etc. Um, but they are out there, and they do put out um, 
Veritas in particular puts out a program that I used with Ruby uh, called the Phonics Museum. The old version of it was absolutely lovely, wicked expensive, but really beautiful. Uh, big, huge flashcards, lots of classical art, great primers, just, you know, all wonderful. It's recently been redone, and it's got this very cartoony style now, and they even have an app, which just shocks me, just something to be aware of. Their, their products are high quality if you are of their theological persuasion. So. Are these the people that put out those omnibus books? Yes, Yes, yeah. that's, I believe. Hard pass for me. Hard Yes. Pass. All right. Classical Academic Press. I have bought some stuff. What have we used? We used their logic. It was okay. Yeah, we used, um, we used Latin for children in the classical school. So, I think their, their stuff is, is, it is high quality. I don't tend to like the art. That's for sure. I have also used their logic programs and think they're very well done. Also, the rhetoric program, very, very well done, e fairly easy to secularize. Four out of five. I really like it. The layout is clean. It's easy to use. It comes with a daily schedule. I did not like the Latin for Children. I bought it and I stashed it after about three months because it did not work for Gwen. I think it would not work for any children who had trouble taking in information primarily auditorily because there's a lot of chanting and that does not go over well in our house but the writing and rhetoric program really like it for a that bridge between learning to write sentences and learning to write essays very strong there i have not used the upper levels of writing and rhetoric but i've heard through the grapevine that they're very well done i'm looking forward to using them myself give it three of five stars yeah i would say for me the latin for children two and a half the logic ones i would say more like three and a half all right classical conversations uh that's a hard pass for me hard pass for me same here community college i'm a big fan me Not too only does it save you money but community college professors are overall like some of the best teachers I've ever met. They're used to teaching people from all walks of life. They don't expect anything really of the kids coming in, of the uh, young adults coming in. Five stars. Yeah, same here. I will also give it five out of five because I used to teach community college. Core knowledge, AJ, I know. You okay, <laughs> yes, I do. So this was what we used in the classical school for grades pre-K through six. It is a very strong, content-rich program. You have to recognize that it is designed for a classroom setting. But I think in terms of the content and in terms of their overall structure and what they're trying to achieve, it's fantastic. So I would give it five out of five. I would give it a four out of five only because you do have to print a whole, whole lot. And as you said, it's designed for the classroom. However, those free downloads have scripted instruction in them Yay. and they reinforce content from science to read alouds to history and back. It all swirls together in this interlocking spiral that is just beautiful. So yes, the scheduling is a problem. I was ready to pull my hair out last night, but four out of five for really good content reinforcement. Charlotte Mason. I think you're up again, AJ. Her ideas are kind of a mixed bag. I think some of them have held up really, really well. Others, not so much because, yeah, we've done a lot of research and things in the last 100 years. Using good literature uh, is wonderful. The ideas that she promoted, some of them are great. If you like books, you like reading aloud, you like a literature-based program, look into her ideas. Not a super huge fan, like three out of five, simply because science is so important and math is so important. 
And I think we can expect more of our younger students, especially in terms of writing instruction. Yeah, I'm going to give her three of five because books and nature study, Eke Romani. Romani? <laughs> yeah, I don't Romani. know how you say it. Yes, Eke Romani. So this is one of the top Latin programs used in schools. I have used it with a tutoring student, somewhat similar to Cambridge. It's fine. I used it with Gwyn and I did not know no Latin. I hired it out, but it worked really well for her because it was strongly visual mm-hmm. and it was whole parts and she needed that. So with those two caveats in mind. I would give it at least a three or four out of five. Evan Moore. I know, Courtney, you recommend Evan Moore all the time. I do because it's so open and go and it hits those national standards. Is it, you know, brilliantly groundbreaking instruction? No. Will it get her done and keep your kid on level? Yes. And and many years when life was hard at my house, I bought a stack of Evan Moore workbooks, and that was what we did. I also particularly like their daily geography because I think geography is an underrated subject, and it's just enough to make sure that your kid is not totally ignorant of maps and where things are in the world, which is super helpful. Yeah, I I would second that on the geography. I'm going to give zero stars to easy peasy all-in-one homeschool. (laughs) <laughs> and tell you to just buy the Evan Moore workbooks. <laughs> there <Okay>. you go. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that you guys are also a hard pass on that. I never recommend it. English from the Roots Up, which you never hear from anymore. I liked it for what it was. I used it before we started Latin. I thought it gave my kids a good base. It was easy to do, and it was uh, Latin and Greek roots. It really got them interested in what English is made up of, and it made them want to learn Latin once they realized how much they already knew. Elemental science. Bought and sold and bought and sold and bought and sold. Seriously. Oh, how many points do you want? At least three. (laughs) The devil is in the details and the details do not work for me. Thanks for listening to the Good Enough Homeschool podcast. This is the end of the first part of this series. Swing back next week where we will have the rest of the story.